As violence continues in Ukraine, local groups in Santa Barbara are working to raise funds to support those directly affected. Among them is World Dance for Humanity, a group that combines global awareness with community engagement. World Dance for Humanity has been raising funds for Rwanda since 2013 and now works with 28 rural communities and about 12,000 people in Rwanda. We have about 20 businesses that the co-ops themselves have developed. These are Janet Reinach is the founder of World Dance for Humanity. I'll provide resources, but more than anything, it's a, it's a social, psychological transformation that these genocide survivors are going through. And our team is excellent and quite extraordinary um, at working with these communities. So we support them. So we work all year long, seven days a week. We work on Rwanda. Janet's been working in humanitarian aid and fundraising for 30 years. My background is in dance and anthropology and humanitarian aid. I ended up living in Kosovo, former Yugoslavia, for eight years, which uh, started out with research for my, my master's in dance ethnology, my PhD in anthropology for Berkeley, and then ended up, um, I ended up doing humanitarian aid work in Kosovo in the 1990s for International Rescue Committee and Oxfam. So I really got very serious about aid work and, and learned a lot at that time. Then we had to leave um, Kosovo because the war came in 1999, very similar to the Ukrainian situation, except on a smaller scale, but the Serbs invaded and were trying to annihilate the Albanian population. So I ended up back in Santa Barbara, um, where my folks lived, and ended up working for Direct Relief International and then the National Disaster Search Dog Foundation. And I ended up being a fundraiser for these disaster response agencies. And during that time, I realized I really wanted to be teaching dance again. I had taught dance most of my adult life. And um, so I had the idea that I wanted to teach, but at the same time, raise money for aid work. So all of the class proceeds would go to our aid projects in different countries. And that's how it began in 2010. On our call, I also met Genevieve Feiner, Janet's assistant through World Dance for Humanity. In 2015, Genevieve was about to graduate from UCSB with a degree in global studies when she came across an internship listing for social media assistant with World Dance. I really didn't understand how serious the humanitarian aid aspect was to this organization. And it just like it just seemed like something that would be interesting and fun to kind of, I don't know, join, learn a little bit about. I had no idea it would become such a big part of my life, but I sent an email to Janet. I think I heard back from her within 30 seconds. And then I met her a couple of days later. And I've pretty much been with her every single day since then. During COVID, World Dance for Humanity pivoted to offer free classes on Zoom seven days a week. At the depth of, of COVID, we had 40 to 50 people a day on Zoom, not just from Santa Barbara, but from uh, other places in California, around the country, other countries. Um, and it was an extremely important thing for many of us, anybody who was, well, everybody stuck at home. And it was a way that every morning you knew at 10 o'clock you were going to see other people and not only dance and get some exercise and have a little social time, but also and crucially to be witnessing what was going on in the world. So in addition to the, the COVID isolation and, and getting through that, we were part of and and responding to events in our country in the world so it was george floyd and it was black lives matter and it was then leading up to the election 
and then the inauguration and all the things in between. And then events in other parts of the world where it was natural uh, disasters or political conflicts or demonstrations or riots or whatever was happening every day in the world, the music reflected that. So that's how we roll, basically, is that the music we dance to elevates our souls, um, brings us together, in, infects us, in, invades our being, really. We are able to use music that, like I say, connects us to these events and then connects us to each other. So instead of having to just in isolation deal with the things going on, it, it was a very different experience to share what was going on and move through it and process it mm. um, through music. Because music can be really, really powerful. So every day is a different playlist. Every day is different music. Just to add to that, it also allowed us to expand way beyond Santa Barbara. For the first time, we were having people able to be part of our daily classes from Amsterdam, Costa Rica. We have one of our dancers who lives in the Isle of Man, you know, and in the UK and, of course, all over the US. And that was so powerful, especially for many past dancers or past volunteers who had moved away from Santa Barbara and had always been wanting to get reconnected with world dance. That was kind of their perfect invitation. And, you know, it really was a powerful time because not only were we kind of keeping in time with what was happening in the world, but during those times of isolations, there were a lot of personal tragedies that happened in families, personal celebrations, you know, the birth of grandchildren. And they were, you know, a lot of our dancers are older. They may not be able to go out as much as even a younger person would have been at that time. So they felt a little extra isolated. So Anytime something like that happened in their personal life, our Zoom class would be their community to either mourn with them, grieve with them, hold space for them, or celebrate with them, you know, and celebrate birthdays. And, and so it, it really was an incredible glue that held a lot of us together for almost two years. Before the group started raising funds for Rwanda in 2013, they did short-term projects in places like Nepal, Guatemala, Kenya, Ghana, and Liberia, among others. All of our class funds would support, for example, uh, help build a new health clinic or a literacy program. We sent a woman to to nursing school in Kenya. Um, so those continued for uh, several years. Then, in 2013, they started working with Rwanda. The groups raised about $250,000 every year since through classes and donations. When, when people uh, buy a goat or a cow or a mattress or a cook stove or fund a piece of land in Rwanda, uh, they see the results. They see the videos and the photos. And they, so everybody has a very personal relationship to the work we're doing in Rwanda. We're not just helping. We're helping in very specific ways. Yesterday, I spent the whole afternoon with photos of every mattress that had been donated in the last few months and named. So every single mattress is named, every cook stove, every goat, every cow, every calf. We've had six new calves in the last month, and each of those calves is named by the person who donated the cow. And so it's a very personal and intimate situation. At a late February rally in support of Ukraine at the Santa Barbara Courthouse, Janet and the rest of the World Dance Group were invited to dance and lead people in a Ukrainian prayer circle. It was there that they met members of the Ukrainian church in Goleta. I got to know these folks and realized that they were already on the ground working in Ukraine because they had these connections with churches up, up in Rivne in, in, north, in the northwest. 
and then Lviv, which today has been bombed. So um, that's where their main connections are. And so they already had people, their volunteers at the churches in Ukraine that they're connected to and talking to every day, their volunteers were taking their personal vehicles into the combat zone, picking up people, picking up families and taking them either to the border or to shelter in place in their churches. So our I realize that our money could add to theirs and supply the food and medicine and supplies that these folks needed. An anonymous Ukrainian donor has pledged to match all the funds raised by World Dance for Humanity. Overall, the group's fundraising efforts have surpassed $110,000, $60,000 from dancers and donors, and $50,000 from the match donor. We just kept going because we knew that the money was going straight to Ukraine and saving lives every day. So it's irresistible. It's just irresistible to do this support. I mean, what are we going to do but this, you know? So um, so since then, uh, he, he's doing one more match. So every donation that we receive up until May 1st will be matched. Funds are going toward providing gas for vehicles and food, medicine, and supplies. And then after that, we'll still continue to raise money. But this is his last match to us, this angel donor. He talked to a bunch of our dancers who came to one of our Ukrainian flash mobs and said, look, guys, here's the deal. I'm Ukrainian. I have to do this. You are American. You don't have to do this at all. And yet you are. And you're not just giving money. You're out dancing and you're raising awareness and you're doing everything you can. I have no choice but to match the money that you are raising. For Genevieve, developing personal relationships with members of the local Ukrainian community has impacted her in more ways than one. It's one thing to be listening to the news. It's one thing to be reading articles, to be even seeing footage of the bombing and the atrocities in Ukraine on your social media. It's, it's one thing to go to the rally and hear speakers, but it's a completely other thing entirely when you are talking one-on-one to a young woman from Ukraine who's telling you that her parents are in Kyiv and she hasn't heard from them in eight days and she truly doesn't know if they're alive or when she'll hear from them next. And, and it's just you and that other person. There's, there's not an audience, you know, there's not, there's not a camera, there's not a recording. That person is telling you about this experience and you're receiving it. And of course you can't help but put yourself in that situation, which is entirely unimaginable. And, you know, it's for those of us who do not have families in Ukraine, it's very easy to get pulled back into the daily happenings of your life and be distracted with whatever else is going on, you know. But every once in a while, I try to remember that specific experience and what it was like, because these are just people and they're no different than you and I. They just happen to have been born in Ukraine or they happen to be Ukrainian. We happen to have been born here or whatever, you know, that's the only difference. Every Saturday, the World Dance for Humanity group heads to State Street in Coda to dance alongside a group of young Ukrainian women holding bake sales in support of Ukraine. As this has progressed, our, our work with the local Ukrainians, we've become involved with some women. They're not part of the church, but they're younger Ukrainian women. And so every Saturday now, without fail, they are on State Street with a bake sale. So now this is located State Street and Coda, so right in front of World Market. And they asked us if we would dance. They knew we were dancing to Ukrainian music. They said, will you come and do flash mom to draw the crowd? So now it's a collaboration. 
World Dance for Humanity's donations have helped bring 3,500 people out of the war zone to neighboring countries like Hungary, Romania, and Poland, with another 1,000 people sheltered in place in basement churches in Rivne. As Genevieve said, we have no choice but to do everything we can. Our motto in our class is get over yourself and do something for the world. For Janet, World Dance for Humanity is about more than creating community through a shared love of dance. The key to happiness is simply purpose. It's, it's passion and it's purpose. It's being able to contribute to, in a positive way, to the human experience in some way. And that's what World Dance for Humanity is all about. That was Janet Reineck, founder of World Dance for Humanity. Thank you to Janet and her assistant Genevieve Feiner for joining me today on KCSB News. Classes are held on Zoom Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays, with in-person classes on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. A full class schedule and more information can be found at worlddanceforhumanity.org. Now, I'll leave you with some music from a recent World Dance for Humanity flash mob down on State Street to the tune of Stefania, a rock, rap, folk lullaby by the group Kalush that's become an anthem in Ukraine. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.